Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Crypto Sparta podcast. We're uh, back after a long railway, you know, personal issues, new father over here. Like, yeah, so we were on pause. And yeah, crypto's, uh, I mean, crypto's kind of not been as, you know, we're obviously in a bear market, but crypto, a lot of shit's been still happening. Like, things are happening. Bitcoin is still below 20k. I don't know. It was like up and down since we last spoke. It's been like, what, three weeks? Probably since our last episode. Yeah. But, uh, you know, a couple CPI meetings have happened. You know, uh, Bitcoin's under 20k. You know, Ethereum's under 1300. What What I wanted to impress upon people, though, was that now it's become a thing where it's not just that it's crypto that has gone down, but relative to everything else, like, yeah. like CPI, all the, the walls are crumbling everything. from everything where uh, the British pound has gone down. Yeah, euro is way below the dollar. Like if, if you have, if you can afford it, maybe it's time to have a vacation in uh, Europe because the euro is down compared to the dollar. But um, these things that were supposed to be stable are now becoming unstable. Well, around. the Dow Jones, there's a report, a news article that just came out that it's just as volatile as, you know, Bitcoin right now, where, you know, you have, you know, the top 30 stocks are down, you know, from 30 to 60 percent. Like, it's crazy. Just like, uh, like a crypto. Well, uh, there, and then the thing is, there's speculation on the, on the outer limits of Bed Bath and Beyond, AMC, Game Stonks. It's the same as Doge. And now what, what my thesis is, is that if you are somewhat like Brian and I, where, well, I, I'm, I'm not going to play like I'm some market mover, but we are, um, uh, playing the crypto slot roulette. Yeah. What do you want to throw in? And then that's when people start doing leverage trades and then just trying to be like Dogecoin meme stocks. Let's Every- short. Let's short something we don't know. Well, something. everybody is wiped yeah. out. Uh, Even the institutions are wiped out. Apparently, with the uh, devaluation of the British pound. What they're doing is that the bank is printing money over there to buy up their stocks because the pension systems are about to go bust because they were leveraged. Yeah. That, that that might have sounded a little complicated. But what was that can- Canadian uh, police force? It was like, also the can- that was invested, invested in Luna. Luna. Yeah. So, so the contagion yeah. is going into people's pension funds. And when I say pension funds, I want to highlight there are certain large chunks of money where pension funds, endowments, for instance, of, of Harvard or certain investment funds where, uh, I mean, but it, it's crazy that if you were a public servant in England, your money might be liquidated because the pension fund took on too much risk and they didn't expect that the British pound would plummet in value by 40% against the dollar. It's a dollar. It's 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 a dollar twelve per pound now. I believe when I went there a couple of years ago, it was at one sixty, one eighty. I can look up historic numbers. Um, yeah, no. So the macro has been so complicated to really get into because uh, the American stock exchange has gone down. Um, in the meantime, even there the was, sterling is below the dollar right now. 
one dollar is ninety ninety pounds. Oh, yeah. No, that's why a dollar is worth more than a. a, No, no, no. Ninety ninety pound point nine cents. Oh yeah, it's not. It's very close to one to one. Yeah, but actually, overall, Bitcoin and Ethereum have held against other stuff. Arc. Uh, Kathy Woods, who is the investor in all of the tech growth stocks, they've been taking a pummeling. Tesla got down to, I believe, can you check what Tesla is? It's down beyond 50% off all-time highs. Um, my point that I wanted to get into is that in terms of macro, really, crypto now has come to parity in terms of risk yeah, with the good. rest of the market. It's correlated, and then, oh, what is Tesla at? So two hundred four. It's, it's down a hundred points, basically. Yeah, and um, what I was gonna really try to get into in terms of trading is the idea that there are short sellers out there that are borrowing stocks that they will return to the people that lend them their stocks because they're gonna sell it back to them. At a, uh, they're gonna purchase the stocks and give them back. These are short sellers. This is how you bet against the market. The Tesla uh, short sellers, they are going to be having a field day right now. Elon actually tried to go to the SEC. Well, he's buying Twitter again. Everyone is betting against the markets. And so now what's happening is that the open interest, the amount of money that it costs for someone to borrow stocks or crypto coins because they think things are going down has, has reached very high levels. People are wondering, are the bears too greedy? Well, Credit Suisse, there was a scare that, that you know, they were going to go under because they were over levered. They overbet, And they were, I mean, Credit Suisse is one of the biggest banks in the world. Credit Suisse. Um, you know, tech stocks are down, you know, Meta's down negative st- 60% like it's, housing markets rate increases inflation inflation was up I was happy about a trade I, I was able to nail that local bottom because of that CPI rating where it was like you know inflation actually went up and it's like closer to 9% than 8% which it was previously you know tested so you know this macro is just crazy. It's just bonkers, you know. I think a lot of people are looking for safe havens. I'm gonna do cash it. is probably. I'm gonna do a joke. No lentils, ammo, yeah. ammunition. You know, a bunker, uh, fresh, fresh well water. Right. Yeah, summer. <laughs> solar. Maybe get a solar panel for your house. I don't know. Maybe yeah. you need your own. But um, in terms of the macro, it does appear that like with a lot of these countries. Yeah, there's uh, a dollar spot. Index. They all, yeah, the dollar spot index. What is that? Like, what is even? So, it's like a hedge to be dollar focused. And then, so I have a friend who um, was my old roommate. He works in uh, Africa. Everything is priced in dollars. And then he is telling me about the different pains and then the increases in prices. And that's how the inflation goes. So we actually sit in a position of privilege, but imagine the actual global supply chain where everything is resolved in dollars. The dollar is inflated because of 
the money that was printed. But in other countries, their countries are also trying to print dollars, but they're printing their own currencies that then get devalued even faster than us. So in Africa, the prices then end up more expensive for the importers, and then that gets passed on to the consumer. And then also, you know, with really a lot of it has to do with like gas and the inputs. It's yeah, it's the the math macro is not looking good as we've discussed on this podcast. And it, the war is as escalated. They got um, North Korea. You got uh, Mark, North Korea Mark, too. Mark Zuckerberg fire missiles. Yeah, Mark Mark Zuckerberg lost, I believe, about fifty percent of his net worth. Yeah, because and they were saying that uh, how many billion has Meta actually lost because they had spent. I believe 13 billion or like double digit billions. And then there's, uh, there was an article and I believe that it's kind of clickbaity, but that there are 30 users of meta, their metaverse. And then, uh, Mark Zuckerberg tried to do some like big thing where he was like, we have legs in our metaverse. Yeah. Cringe. Like, I, uh, I think I, I, I'm, I'm here for it. I would love to see Mark Zuckerberg's, uh, you I know, mean, crash and fall. We'll see the, uh, I mean, like, let them execute, see what happens. But obviously, it's funny that they can't execute. Because, like, I think if they advance, that means there's proof of concept. Well, to, I to mean, some degree, right? this is, like, then a discussion about the metaverse. And is Mark Zuckerberg the one who has the finger on the pulse of, like, the cool metaverse that all the oh, kids are? No. He's like a dinosaur now, and Facebook is really no NFTs. I was probably like Borde Yakov or like Pudgy Penguins or like Game of Cricket. It's like yeah. NFTs culture based, probably. But and let's move to the like crypto section. We have like the macro, the crypto, and the NFTs. But there's yeah. so many stories so to cover, and I think that we were looking to basically like cover all the stories and. I feel like with the with the gap in, we'll give updates on because we've been keeping tabs on these things that. But you we like know, to keep it topical, about. exactly. Where it's like each week we're actually talking about things that have just happened, and like, what do you think about it? What's your first impression? Or do discussing... you want to do recent or early? Yeah, um, and, right. and some of the recent stuff. Yeah, really. If we could, like, so I mean, there was the Mango Markets hack that we want to discuss because this is yeah, really two really big hacks. Like yeah. Binance got hacked for over like 566 million, like you know, caused the whole panic. Like BMW, uh, like uh, yeah, it just got backstopped. But yeah, whose money CZ. is getting drained by these yeah. hackers? See, like, CZ yeah. just was like, what, what pool? Just put a bandaid on a 600 million dollar. What pool of this money is coming from? Because that's a huge huge pool huge liquidity issue that they actually had to pause trading suspend trading which was a scare at the moment they don't do that on binance typically either yeah exactly because binance is centralized it's like too big to fail almost like like it's crazy but the mango hack has actually been pretty funny like (laughs) apparently it might have been legal can you bring up the tweet that you had sent me The, the thing about it is um what what I think is really cool about crypto is that if things are 
built into smart contracts. You're not allowed to break the rules. But what if the people that make the rules don't understand the unintended consequences? And I think that we've experienced this yeah, with it's, staking. It's, if there are rewards and you don't understand that people manipulate stuff. It was a... Uh, was it a hack? Highly profitable trading strategy. That the... Where... Okay, I'm going to summarize what he oh, basically it's, it's, it's did. It's really difficult to... Um, and I'm going to use it. It's not... I'm going to coin the term. I'm going to use the word hack, but it's not really a hack, right? Uh, and so he basically, uh, you know, had, or was able to profit $100 million. And then he bought uh, $30 million uh, worth of, or $30 million, uh, tokens of mango. So he was a majority Florida, uh, holder made a proposal <laughs> to say that, like, uh, you know... Uh, we should pay out hat, all the dividends. Just uh, cash it out to yeah, the majority no, owners. No, no, white hat, I'll give back 50% yeah. if you don't go to the authorities. So it's like, oh, I'll give back 50%. Yeah. So he basically made $47 million And then uh, he was able to finalize. He won the proposal. He, he got the... It was classified as a bug bounty. Yeah, but he voted on himself because he he basically just he bought all the tokens. So he, he bought thirty two million votes, and so he basically made a proposal that would pass because he he created it and he had the votes. Is it? I mean, and this is fair. he actually fair. He, yeah. Fair, I mean, uh, <sighs> the specifics of how he hacked was basically, um, you know, he he leveraged. Like, there was nothing wrong with the Oracle. Like, he just leveraged a part of the software, basically. And the the software wasn't responsive. And then he made, basically came out with a statement. I was involved with the team that operated a highly profitable trading strategy last week. Highly profitable, not a hack. Because he didn't break any laws. Dude, and then, and then so, uh, his Legal name is Avi, Avi underscore Eisen. Ivraham. Yeah, Avraham Eisenberg, but it's definitely a fake name. Yeah. So no one's going to be able to track him because, I mean, some people... So after that... he hacked it, it became, the the, mar- uh, the mango markets became insolvent. So that's why that was the... So that was what I was going to say was what he was saying is that it became an issue where, is he stealing money from people or did he play by the rules? This is all like, Fair is fair if it's technical. And technically, he they did a fair vote. Like, they had uh, their rules. He traded over the insurance balance, basically. Yeah. He provided so much liquid to the... It basically, he, he force-crashed the system. One of the, one of the... Yeah, this is the tweet that really explains it. From Avraham Eisenberg. Unfortunately, the exchange this took place on, Mango Markets, became insolvent as a result, with the insurance fund being insufficient to cover all liquidations. This led to other users being able, being unable to access their funds. So, yeah. and then he settled, so he forced them into a liquidation. So basically his proposal was basically uh, <laughs> to remedy the situation. I helped negotiate a settlement agreement <laughs> with the insurance fund with the goal of making all users whole as soon as possible. 
So, I mean, like, part of his mango proposal is <laughs> he's, I'm threatening everyone. I'm ne- but I, I'm negotiating with them, <laughs> with the insurance funds. So, he, he's playing both sides, and, like, he basically, you know, grabbed mango by the balls, basically. Oh, man. So yeah, a lot of lot of people chuckling that you know he basically just what, is it legal forty seven million dollars. Is it legal to attack these crypto protocols I mean, uh, due to their you know their DAO system the or whatever or the voting? In order to find these kind of gaps, you have to probably read line by line of code to like know the loopholes within the system, and so. If you're taking the time, like for me, I would I don't know anything about smart contracts or whatever. Um, <laughs> so it's like if they're taking the time to, uh, you know, analyze code line by line, exploit something, you know, they should deserve so, the benefit. I don't think they should, like, so that's this a is, flaw within their system. The, this is from Chainlink, God. Rebranding market manipulation that resulted in a protocol's insolvency as a highly profitable trading strategy is a bold move. Like, yeah, bold strategy. Bold bold move, Kai. Bold move, Kai. Let's see how it plays out. I mean, so far, far the SEC would rather, you know, sue Kim Kardashian than look into this issue. Like, there's that issue, too, that they, like, basically, SEC wanted to have a media day uh, you know, have a lot of focus, and they said they sued Kim Kardashian for non-disclosure of the Ethereum backs that she was selling. <laughs> so, well, Crypto Kaleo said, uh, "I'm no attorney, but good luck with this one, King." Yeah, uh, we were watching. Um, we were watching uh, Up Only before, and um, I was just going to clarify where it was like. For the channel, we really want to make it so that it's like Brian and I chilling and, you know, here, let's cheers and then say, um, you know, we're responsible adults that uh, we do uh, have beers while we podcast, but we want to topically take care of what's going on with um, the crypto markets. And then it's really interesting stuff. It is really entertaining. Like this tweet from Fat Man, uh, Fat Man Terra. Uh, Mango Markets Explorer uh, trying to place a bet on himself not being charged with a crime by 2024. Gave me a good chuckle. There are people betting and gambling on whether or not this person like, will go to jail. blown bets, like the risk is like so high. Like I would never in my right mind like bet this because it could blow up in your face so easily. But these guys are willing to do that. And, like, they're playing high state. I mean, they're hacking millions of dollars. Like, so the it's thing, not just, like, 25 cents. And the thing I've enjoyed is that uh, there's, like, always a meme about it, like, on Twitter where it's, like, wow, I can't believe this app is free. Crypto uh, is... We have, we, have, we have front row seats yeah. to... History. Uh, millionaires, billionaires, uh, changing the trajectories of... Companies, celebrities. Yeah, exactly. But rich crypto people that are just talking to each other, and you can just see what happens. With you can kind of learn by osmosis of the thought process. It's definitely like changed my way of thinking. Like this past year, like being in crypto. So 
I want to shout out to gigachad.eth. And um, we can shift into our NFT segment where gigachad.eth won the gigachad.eth auction that Daniel got hits made. And uh, he's big into ENS. He's also a great, I respect his uh, soccer juggling skills or freestyle skills. But um, the thing about it is ENS is supposed to be like the dot-coms. And the NFTs have held some value. And, and I feel like everything is, are we at ground zero? Will it get worse? I think it will get worse in the winter. But There's some saying that we've hit bottom. But I don't know. The way macro has been going with war picking up and everything, like, you know, I still think we have a little bit lower to go. I agree. I tend to agree. So then what is smart? I mean, I don't know. But in terms of NFTs, like, it seems that... I mean, the ENS stuff, I believe that um, the crypto adoption and it's going to be, I'm going to say something really, maybe, (laughs) I don't mean to be like clickbaity, but uh, maybe a bit scandalous. But um, for me personally, it would help me in my businesses and my interests if we went into like a little another COVID like uh, quarantine Mm -hmm. thing. Because when it happens, pandemic would help us exactly because we learned from the last one, so now we well, need people another start one. to invest into certain things and then people keep to themselves. And like my businesses are with like outsourcing and stuff, but it's like uh, the adoption of crypto and the stuff on the computer increases when people are more isolated and waiting for stuff to happen, and so ENS. We can explain it again briefly. It's like .com, but the thing is, it also is a crypto wallet. And then it also has, you know, um, other capabilities where you can display your NFTs. It's kind of like the future of identity. And I think that Elon Musk is talking about the X app. We're all moving towards, you know, having like a, a phone and a digital identity be everything. I was talking with gigachad.eth. <laughs> and uh he also has 513.eth the dot ethereum the ethereum naming service there is a tremendous amount of volume on this and this is like one of the original nfts and i think that it's a separate segment compared to the other nfts like board api club or pudgy penguins or etc etc but what has stood up is that there are always going to be people And what I think is that if everyone goes to level zero, each week there's the people, and no offense to think about it like in a simplistic way, that punch their nine to five and, um, you know, DoorDash or or cook fries and stuff. And each week they have their two, 10, $15. If retail comes back, when the nukes have wiped out the SP, everybody's 401ks and then they're recalibrating stuff. The new money that's being made from actually the labors, everything that's being saved, where does that go into? The newer and younger generations are going to put into crypto. I think the allocation of our traditional yeah. portfolio will I lean towards Robinhood. Robinhood stuff. Very easy. Yeah, or gambling. I don't know. Like, I guess like we, I have friends. Oh, we have friends gambling. that like sports gamble. I guess maybe sports that's gambling. the new thing where like. 
look, the older people put their money where they did. The younger people did too. Everybody got wiped out. In the future, start from scratch. And then when you start from scratch, what do you save your money into? Do you save it into Bitcoin or do you save it into Pfizer or do you save it into the S&P? Do you just like hold silver coins? Fuck it and just spend all your money. Yeah, and, and a lot of people are saying a, fuck it because they'll never own a house. A lot of people are yeah. saying fuck it. Like yeah. I will never own a house. I'm just going to pay rent. So I'm just going to pay for my avocado toast or go to this concert or whatever. Whatever the fuck I want to do because it's like you're fucked anyway. You got like all the student debt and then yeah so it's like a real uh rubik's cube for sure like trying to figure out where to put your money so they had said about it in uh south korea where it's a very tiny country and in seoul it's a very upbuilt city where it's incredibly expensive to have any property if you're in seoul there's no way that you're gonna be able to save up money being like a like yeah. anything unless all, you're like the pinnacle all, all real estate is already already yeah. bought so like, over Seoul there is so small that it's like the guys it's there's already monopoly like, yeah that's where doquan's from yeah. and it's like unless we just hit it rich off gambling or video games becoming famous like i don't care about my life i'm gonna live in a random box and i might as well just like toss my life away who cares like What's the minimum it costs to live in a box? And I mean, around the world, there are people of this I mean, generation San living Francisco, in boxes. People have been doing that, like living in an ADU above a garage, paying twenty six hundred to live in San Francisco. Like it's crazy. Like the and we were talking about this earlier. New York, like ninety five square feet, you pay just to live in New York. No kitchen, you have to eat out, and like you know. Well, the, storage. The, the the move towards being work remote and the move towards digital identity and then the move towards it doesn't matter where you physically are, then it, it, it opens up the world where what I realized is that people have their, you know, set uh, day-to-day schedules where some of my clients will be working in the United States. But if you have people working in India, they work uh, over the nighttime. But when you start to realize it doesn't matter, all you need is a phone, a computer, and a room. Like, anyways, you're going to be somewhere. You don't even need a room. Like, you could be anywhere with just a phone. Yeah. And that's all you need to do business. MetaMask, all you need is MetaMask. Yeah. So, I mean, I think at the end of the day, I'm going to move to the shills where I'm just bullish on Chainlink. Yeah, we I'm didn't stealing Brian's. I'm stealing like, Brian's. Uh, Swift partnering with Chainlink. Uh, they had their like smart con like a couple weeks ago. Um, they're just know, chugging along, and I think that this is where staking's coming along. Yeah, they're chugging along. The macro is distracting from the real crypto. Where what is really happening in crypto? Like there are there is progress and things happening, and the merge was huge, and like it just goes. People with, are not like paying attention not, the same way when doge also, was going up and elon said to the moon you know so they're yeah. still buying people aren't like it's no just like, yeah the volume is still high but like, it's not the institution but like the institutions are getting insolvent literally countries are going insolvent yeah there are currencies that are falling down yeah so it's gonna be a hard winter yeah and then so maybe 
hold on to your ammo until the spring. That's like I would say that's the show. Or chain link, I guess. But I'm I mean, will it go lower? We both are thinking it'll well, go lower. Well, you just gotta play the events. Like I was able, so I mentioned I was able to get that local bottom. Not even doing any TA, um, you know, just like playing that CPI event where it's like I wish you know I... inflation is gonna go up, and so you know, so it doesn't happen the day of. It happens like two days before, and so you kind of just gotta watch and like. Usually in the morning, right before the CPI, which is at 9 Eastern, 10 Eastern, whatever. That's when it's usually at its lowest, or like, you know, through that midnight, like, you know, 2, 3 a.m. kind of period. Well, I mean, we've, we've been watching the industry, and there are patterns, you know? Yeah. If you want to trade, I, I mean, I would just DCA at the moment. I'm just not buying stuff, but that's like a personal decision as well. He's not financial advice, new, not new legal advice. Yeah. Pay for diapers. Little sleepy and stuff, but yeah. um, it's good to be back, and we hope to like keep you guys up to date each week. Yeah, that's what we, especially in this beer market. So, thanks for listening. That was another episode of the Crypto for Sparta podcast, and peace out.